Today's episode features Eric Nevins. Eric and I discuss how he got into the world of podcasting, and we also explore how he uses stories as a means for spiritual formation. Welcome to Creatively Christian, hosted by Brandon Hollingsworth, Andrea Sandifer, and Jake Dobrins. We inspire faithful creatives to thrive by sharing the success stories of others. Join our unique community or get exclusive bonuses by heading to creativelychristian.net. Now, get ready to hear from yet another amazing guest. Welcome, everybody, to Creatively Christian. I'm here with uh, Eric Nevins today. Uh, Eric is somebody I've known for a little bit now um, and don't know why he hasn't been on the show. Just one of those things. Um, He's the host of the Halfway There podcast, which is a long-form interview show where he talks with everyday Christians about their faith journey. And then I know him in the capacity as he's the founder of the Christian Podcasters Association, a really good Facebook group that's kind of blossomed into coaching membership, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, It's hard to see, but I'm wearing a a (laughs) t-shirt for that. And if you're on the audio version, you definitely can't see that. But I was a, I was a participant in the summit. um, However long ago that was, uh time flies or time is weird thanks to a global pandemic and all that uh but other things uh, eric he has uh, a degree in biblical studies from trinity he also has his mdiv um as i mentioned he's been podcasting for a bit podcasting since 2016 um and the cpa uh, followed about a year after that is that correct yeah that's right so um Let's go back to the beginning. I know a little bit of this story, but a lot of people listening probably don't. Uh, why podcasting? How did that get started? Especially this guy has some some degrees that generally would put you into a church. Um, but mm-hmm. when you first started this podcasting thing, you were not in a church. Can you kind of start at the beginning there and tell us that story? Yeah. Well, it's a long story, but I'll, I'll give you the short version. First of all, thanks for having me, Jake. I'm really grateful to be here. Yeah. I appreciate that you're representing with the uh, Christian Podcasters Association uh, merch. That's great. That was fun. That was a really good time. That summit. That was in January 2021, which is now two years ago. So that seems like a long time. Mm. Uh, anyway, so you sent me a little bit down memory lane there. So yeah, to answer your question, how did I get into podcasting? I so you mentioned I went to seminary. Um, the short version of that is I always had this question about how do you grow in Christ? How do we grow? What's the how does that work? And so that sent me to college to learn how to read the Bible and then seminary to learn how to pray. That's how I like to say it. So mm-hmm. I got my Master of Divinity at Denver Seminary, emphasis in spiritual formation, trying to answer that question, right? Um, graduated at the perfect time, right in the middle of the 08 downturn, right? So in t- 2009. Mm-hmm. So uh, I found out later that a bunch of my, uh, you know, people in my class uh, who graduated with me also did not get jobs in ministry for sometimes four and five years because it was just so a lot of the entry level jobs just weren't there. Right. Cause they churches were cut, cutting back and um, which I didn't understand cause I just thought it was me. So I ended up staying in the banking world. I, I call it bank jail. I would go to a six by six cell every day and nothing against, you know, if you work in a cubicle, I'm, that's fine. But I did it and I, I just felt very restrained and, uh, 
restricted. And I couldn't come out until somebody told me it was okay for me to go eat my lunch. And that just did not sit well with me at all. Uh, so I, during that time, uh, I, I switched jobs. That's a longer story. Uh, but I switched from a job where I could read waiting for a phone call to a job where I was actually having to do something every day, right? I had to click, click, you know, bouncing people's checks and blocking their debit cards and closing their accounts. It was basically my job was to ruin people's days uh, for for a living. That was fun. Uh, But so anyway, we did, I did all that and I had to find a way to just entertain myself and to get going. And that's really when I started getting into podcasting kind of during the um, sort of second renaissance of podcasting. I would say like the early when it first came out, I remember listening to Pat Flynn as early as like 2010, right? Like, so hmm. uh, 2011, 2012, but this was a little bit after that. I started uh, listening to like Johnny Dumas and, entrepreneurs on fire and Michael Hyatt and Cliff Ravenscraft, who I I've, I know now, like I can connect with Alex. Amazing. Uh, if I send him an email, he'll probably respond to me. Um, so and there's other, there's other people, you know, that I was just started with cereal was that came out around that time, 2013, 2014. And so that was really uh, when I sort of fell in love with the medium, I was entertaining myself working, clicking a bunch of virtual buttons and I found that it just was a place that I could learn and I could, it really satisfied a lot of the things that my job just wasn't. So that's how you learned about podcasts. And then how do you make that jump to podcasts Um, from a consumer to a creator? What was that like? That's a great question. So there were a couple of moments. I like, I always have been curious about radio. I used to really love radio um, actually, next week, I'm going to go down to PodFest. So I'm going to stay with some friends uh, who the the husband in the relationship is, he's like a Denver radio icon. Like, he really is a guy. Like, he he would do all those crazy stunts back in the day when they were disc jockeys. You know, like, he, he once sat in every seat in Mile High Stadium where the Broncos play. Like, that's mm. that's the kind of stuff he would do to raise money or whatever. Anyway, so I had him as a friend. And there was just a lot of other, um, you know, I was really interested in it, but I thought, I don't know how to get into that. One night I was working some overtime trying to pay off my school loans. Uh, and <laughs> the uh, this guy is like late at night, 830 or something. And he just says, you know, you should be on the radio. You've got a good voice. That's good. Thanks. What am I going to do with that? Right. But it planted the seed. And so I started. And then as I got into more podcasting, I started thinking, yeah, you know what? What could I do? How could I do that? And I started to realize podcasting is the way, right? It's a, It's the democratization, if you will, of mm-hmm. audio. So I could actually get into it. And that's one reason I started listening to Cliff Ravenscraft. All roads led to Cliff Ravenscraft at the time. Um, there's a lot of people teaching people how to podcast, but back then he was kind of the guy. Um, there were others, I guess, you know, Dave Jackson, some of those people were around, but all the people I was listening to had, t- had learned from Cliff. And um, so I never actually took his course, but a lot of his free stuff really helped me out a lot. And I decided I really wanted to learn, like, figure out how do I still contribute to the spiritual formation conversation? What is that like? What, you know, what could we do? Um, so that I, those are the questions I started asking myself. I eventually landed on rather than trying to teach. I was a terrible teacher, Jake. I was a really, really bad. Oh, teacher. really? Even well, after all that schooling? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, here's the deal. My wife will tell you that I did okay when I was teaching. 
I didn't enjoy preaching. I really okay. I really that that is a big difference. People don't realize that, but that's fair. right. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the feedback, right? And I want mm-hmm. to, I want people to interact and talk about the idea and kind of, I want to see their light bulbs go off. I don't need to just share whatever it is that I think, right? That makes me very uncomfortable. Um, and I just, and I, it wasn't, wasn't good for me. Well, around that time, I read this book by Oz Guinness, who I've now had the pleasure of having on my show twice. Uh, it was called The Free People's Suicide, very political. I was kind of into politics and and religion and it's a long story but i read this book and as i'm reading it he makes this point about how people change right about character right he says look character Mm. it doesn't matter in our country just for a small political point it doesn't matter what's written on the page if no one is willing to hold ourselves to it right so we character integrity in that way uh really matters and there's somebody whether it's in congress or in the white house or the supreme court whatever it is somebody has to hold we have to hold each other accountable that's why we have checks and balances and he said that takes character so i started asking myself the question how do you change character what happens and I, eventually i came to the to the um realization that it was just stories right societies have been shaping character through stories for millennia right forever that's just that's the way we do it this is why we tell these stories that's why so much of scripture is narrative this Mm -hmm. is what we do and so instead of trying to tell uh it said people how to to be spiritually formed which quite frankly i find a little boring if you if you ever read a spiritual formation book that's like (laughs) telling you how to do it's just it's usually dull and it's not fun um and I didn't want to do that. I didn't think anybody would probably listen to me if I did that. So what I decided to do was to tell a story and have people tell me their stories through their journey um, and to tell the whole journey of, um, you know, from from beginning, from like finding yourself in Christ or finding Christ to kind of what I call the journey of love. There's a book called The Critical Journey that kind of lays that out. And I've adapted that a little bit over the years. Um, but that was basically what I wanted to do. So once I had this vision, you know, I'm, I had this epiphany with um, this book by Oz Guinness. And then I had this vision of like, I think I know how I could do this. So then I started to do it, doing it. There's a lot of quote testimony podcasts. I think mm-hmm. ours stands out because it's not just how did you find faith? It's not just like that old, the way it was when I was a kid was my life was terrible. And that, that I met Jesus. Now my life is great. You know, those kind of right. things. Yeah. Uh, um, we try to tell that's fine, but all, there's all, there's the rest of the story that happens, uh, all the other things in life. So uh, those are the things that we like to talk about the dark night of the soul, how, what that experience is like, how it feels like God can be far away or close. Somebody told me in, in an interview recently, she said, uh, God, if God was silent. She was in the middle of a health crisis. She goes, God was silent. And I gave him the silent treatment right back. I loved it. Like that just, that was, that's what I'm looking for. Right. That's because I think it's a very real experience of what it's like to walk with God, not just in the 21st century, but certainly throughout the centuries. And I want people to understand that and know that if they're going through it, then they can um, expect that God will turn up as well. So anyway, all those thoughts of like, how do I do, how do I try to shape a conversation around what the testimony is around what life with God is? in a podcast. And that's what I came up with. 
yeah, that's awesome. And, um, you know, a lot of my uh, research and seminary experience has been similar. Uh, my master's thesis was on spiritual formation, all that stuff. So um, nice to nerd out about that a little bit. <laughs> right? So, yeah. It's, it's um, good. It really is unique. I don't think people get that, but it really is kind of cool when you can hear when, when other people you're in conversation with other people who get it right, who get what mm -hmm. you're about. So, well, you know, and just like what you said about the story, my, my thesis was all about this particular metaphor Paul used about being infant in Christ in first Corinthians three. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I went down the rabbit hole about metaphor and that, and that again, goes back to that way we tell this story and what that means and what that doesn't mean. And anyway, that's a different podcast. Um, that's a different. <laughs> Have you podcast. done that one? No, I haven't. Um, oh, you got to do that. I mean, I talk a little bit about it in my my book on identity, but um, anyway, anyway, uh, back to you. You're the guest, Eric. <laughs> You're the star of the show here. So you got this podcast. You know, you said you learned from uh, from Cliff Ravenscraft, and, and you've kind of you've learned from all those sources. But I can't imagine it just started off easy peasy. Um, no roadblock, no learning curve, and it was an instant success. So I'm wondering if you could take us into some of those early, that early year or so, uh, what kind of challenges, what kind of roadblocks were there and then how did you overcome them? Well, I'm so glad you asked that question because you're right. It absolutely was <laughs> not easy. And I, I mean, I, I, my show is it's been successful now, right? So we're, we're over 600,000 right. downloads. If you measure those as consider that success, right? That yeah. is great. Every year there's people listening to it. Um, every, every episode. So that's, that's what I consider success, but early on it was very challenging. So from the moment I remember having the realization that what I wanted to do in around about July, uh, 2014, I didn't launch that show until June, 2016. So mm -hmm. it took me two years of thinking, of contemplating, of being afraid of the technology, of wondering like, how do I do this? And over and over and over again, all these things. And um, it, it, I finally had to hire a coach, to be honest with you. Like I, I hired a mm. guy uh, who was a friend from seminary. Um, and in fact, I'm, I'm doing some coaching with him right now because I, some, there's, there are mental roadblocks that I have that I'm like, I have to get past sure. this. Yeah. You're my guy. You're going to help me with this. And he did. He helped me get over that um, that hump, and he by teaching me a couple things. One of them was this process he calls versioning. And so one of the um, one of the mental roadblocks that I had, or limiting beliefs, we can call them, was that if I do it, I got to It's got to be perfect, or nobody will listen to it. Well, that's just not true. I mean, have you seen how many podcasts are? And like, it's just not true. It's not people will listen to stuff if the content's good. You know, I would argue that it's great to have decent audio quality, but even, even right. when your audio quality can be a little spotty, it's okay. People will suffer through if the content is good. So, um, I was just really held back by that for a long time. Didn't, didn't know that, you know, my computer was old and all, all these things. So finally in about 2015, my dad always gives us cash for Christmas. So I was like, all right, I'm investing in this. And I invested in a little digital recorder, which I still have. I don't use it anymore, but I used it for years. Um, and I started, I started doing interviews, people in my church. My first interview was with a woman named Carolyn Schmidt, who I, I really called Jesus at my church. Like she, she was that, 
she discipled people. She cares for people. Like there's so much good in, uh, that she was doing. And so really perfect representation of the kind of stories I wanted to hear. Started asking, making asks and getting better at that. And second mm-hmm. interview was with a guy from Australia that I randomly met through these weird circumstances, which was a, like a harbinger of kind of things to come right now. I've interviewed people literally all over the world, had no idea that that was going to happen. Um, you know, so, and then I, I interviewed one of my good friends and he actually is the first person who said to me, um, cause I don't think I had a name yet. He said, I don't think in eternity will ever exhaust the knowledge of an infinite God. He's like, we're always going to be learning about him. And that started to spark this idea for me of halfway there. Right. Mm. I'm also a huge Bon Jovi, Bon Jovi fan. So it's a little hat tip to Bon Jovi as well as, as well as statement about the spiritual journey. But, sure. um, so taking one step at a time, t- I took it really slow. I help people now so they don't have to take it really slow. That's, that's kind of, yeah. So we can get to the heart of it sooner. So that it doesn't take you two years, but, um, okay. So I get to that all done. I finally, I do, I get 15 interviews recorded like 2015 and then it takes me, that's like spring takes me or 13, I guess. And then it takes me until the following like spring to really like re-engage it and go, I'm going to figure this out. So I do. So I dive in, I start doing it. Um, and I finally set a date and it was June 6th, uh, 2016. And, uh, I had them all edited 13 episodes launched with three, like you're supposed to do, you know, like they tell Mm -hmm. you, that's right. And, uh, you know, put it out there and guess, guess how, I don't, I don't know the number. I wish I knew the exact number, but it was like, I had all of like 10 down tens of downloads, right? Like it was, yeah, sure, (laughs) sure, sure. So just like normal, I mean, that's how it is for, for so that, people. Yeah, yeah. And if nobody knows about it, I did my best to share it on social. I, you know, my people that I was, was interviewing weren't really social people. So it's not like they were helping me out. Um, yeah. So, you know, I was out there and then, but then I had 10 episodes ready to go. One thing I did is I thought I did, I couched it as like season one, right? So I thought, well, if season you know, if I want to stop, I can. And around about, I don't know, week four or five, as episodes were coming out, you know, I could see, okay, there's four or five episodes left. And I'm going, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to take a break? Or am I going to, or am I going to keep going? And that was the moment I had to, I had to really challenge myself and accept the challenge. I could have quit. Hmm. I could have taken a break. I don't think I would have come back to it probably. Maybe I would have, I don't know. Um, but I decided, and the, the conventional wisdom then as now is publish every week, same time, every week, same, same time of the week. Um, today I think people are a little di- they're interacting with podcasts a little bit differently. And so if it pops up in their feed, um, maybe you can skip, I've, you can skip a week or skip a, you know, I see people do take a month off, take a summer off. Mm-hmm. That's probably okay. Um, but I was like, nope, I'm gonna, I'm, what I didn't want was for this to fail because I didn't try hard enough. Mm. So many other things. I feel like maybe I didn't get a job because I didn't try hard enough coming out of seminary. Mm, I don't know. I mean, once I learned from friends that, oh, actually they took them a really long time also to, to get into ministry. I didn't, looking back, I'm very glad that I didn't end up at a church ministry. I don't think that would have been the right place for me. 
um, I'm not much, I got a little defiant streak. So it's, I don't think I would have lasted too long. Uh, so having my own platform was much, much better for me. But having said that, I think uh, it just was, it just took that courage to say, no, I'm going to publish every Monday, regardless of what happens. And that meant a lot of times I was up late Sunday night. I had to work at six in the morning on Monday, uh, which meant I had to get up pretty early and uh, I would be up till 11 or 12, you know, just making sure that I had an episode ready to go until I learned how to batch and, Hmm. you know, edit two or three or four in a a day. And, um, but that, that really was kind of a huge milestone. It took, so it's kind of to your point, it took another, um, took way so long to get to a thousand downloads. Like it just took so long because right. I think t- today I see people post in Christian podcasters association that like, Oh, they hit a thousand downloads in a month or in two months. I'm like, man, I think it was three yeah. or four months for me. I, good uh, for you. But, but it was 2016 and podcasts didn't have the popular. That's right. Consciousness yeah, that's yet. Right. And, mm-hmm. and now every, pretty much everybody knows what it is, but they didn't then. And so even some of my guests who I interviewed, they were like, now, how are you going to use this? <laughs> so I'd explain to them what a podcast was so they could <laughs> know where to listen to it. You know, like that's sure that, that was the, the environment. So anyway, it took a long time. Uh, but that that hump of going, hey, all right, I'm going to publish every week regardless, I think is one of the most important decisions I've ever made. Awesome. Yeah, no, that's that's true. That is something that you hear a lot that podcasters say, but that's pretty uh, important. Consistency is key. Just throw it out there. It is. And it's, it sounds like such cliche advice, but it's the first thing I'm going to tell you. If somebody asks like, how do I grow my podcast? How do I do like, if you're not at least doing that now you need to know your message. And I was, the time I took allowed me to, to know that. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I didn't want to start without knowing that, but you can, you can, adjust that later if you need to, right? You can, you can pivot if you need to, but those kinds of things, like just being willing to show up consistently is huge. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And I think that applies to all sorts of different creative disciplines. Cause you know, we mm-hmm. have more than just aspiring podcasters listening to this. Sure. Whatever it is, keep throwing some stuff out there. That's kind of, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. Um, well, you got to practice, right? So you got to practice. You only get better with time. Yeah. And some of the research I've been reading talks about uh, deliberate practice as being a little more intentional. Um, and I think our, our fear sometimes, like sometimes we want to practice in private, but sometimes practicing in public is actually really good. You get that feedback, sometimes really harsh feedback, but sometimes <laughs> They make good points. Um, well, you so, have to share. You, you, you absolutely have to share. Have to share. Yeah. You, pu- you have to publish. Um, yeah, I'm. I talk about that. My daughter wants to be a writer, and I'm telling her, "Okay, mm-hmm. you have to publish. Right? You somewhere you have to publish your work for someone else to look at and critique and interact with." She submitted her. We'll see how she how it goes. She submitted. She had did her senior essay on um, Ray Bradbury, hmm. and um, I. I, I she wouldn't let me read it, but she, she wrote it. And then, uh, 
and she submitted it to like the Ray Bradbury Foundation to to publish for the seventieth anniversary of publishing of uh, cool, Fahrenheit. yeah. So, but that's I was like proud of her because you've got to do that, right? You have to that's put right. it out there to let somebody read and review. Maybe she'll get rejected. Maybe she'll get published. That'd be super cool. Either way, right? Totally. Uh, so real quick, you know, you're doing a lot of work with the Christian Podcasters Association, CPA, not to be confused with Certified Public Accountant. <laughs> Definitely um, not. No, very different, very different group. Um, wh- what kind of things are you doing with CPA now? Uh, what sort of things are you helping uh, aspiring and veteran podcasters with? Yeah. So a CPA is uh, just a, it's a group started as a Facebook group where I just wanted to bring Christian podcasters together because in 2017, there just weren't that many of us, right? There, there, so we needed a place to kind of congregate. There are now, there are multiple groups on Facebook and other people, coaches and whatever, who are, who are helping others, but that didn't exist really back in, in 2017. And so started there. It's evolved into today. We have today I do coaching where, so if you want to start your show, I can walk you through the whole process. If you uh, have started a show, I just released this. Um, uh, well, I haven't released it actually. I've, I've just created it. It's an 87 point uh, checklist for your podcast where oh. I go through and review everything, review your available, all kinds of stuff about where you are and, and give you a really good picture of where you at with your podcast. And then if you want to take it from there, I can help you with that. Right. So we can grow and we use that as a, as a scaffolding, right. To kind of go through and do the, do the other things that you need to do uh, to start to build your audience uh, or build in those. Sometimes people have a lot to build. Sometimes people just have a few gaps and they need to fill that in. Um, we also have a membership where we meet every single Tuesday night and that has been amazing. We've been going since 2020. Started that in the middle of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That's not a risk. I don't know why like, it worked out. That's good. That's uh, right. But <laughs> but it was fun. It's it is fun. We we do things like we have speakers come in. Last week we had Chris Martin, who's a editor at Moody, but he does a lot of thinking about social media and hmm. how do we interact with social media. Um, I streamed that into the group for free occasionally I'll do things like that because I thought they might benefit from the conversation. Uh, but then we do also group coaching and we hold each other accountable and we talk about our goals and we share. And then somebody else will ask you, Hey, you told me you wanted to, you know, guest on 50 shows. How's that going? Well, I didn't do anything. Okay. Well go do it now. What are you going to do yeah. this week? Right. So we challenge each other. Uh, and that's turned into just a really sweet community uh, that has been, a lot of fun. We take care of each other when the need arises and pray for each other occasionally. And it's just been very, very good. So those are the main things. Um, I do other things too. I, I've done podcast tours for people. If an author wants to get on a number of shows, I can help you, particularly Christian shows. I know a bunch of them. And so I can, it's pretty, yeah, you do. Yeah. pretty simple to, to get people on those uh, shows, as, you know, as a, as a matter of, just promoting your work. Yeah. Yeah. Podcasts are a great way to promote. Um, Even if you don't want to be on the creating side of things, um, you can be a guest and bring a lot of people value. Uh, Always looking for unique voices. That's for sure. And I I have been a part of the CPA community before. Uh, It is a good place. A lot of cool people in there. So definitely something 
to check out if uh that's right you you were in there at the beginning weren't you i was in there at the beginning that's good yeah i was just looking at your offerings um to prepare for this i'm like hmm maybe i need to maybe to jump back in uh we'd love to have you (laughs) yeah (laughs) we'll see what happens this year we'll see but that accountability thing um that's something uh i definitely need we all need that uh, somebody to poke and prod you with Christian love to say, get going, get doing the things you said you're going to do yeah. because yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it can be hard, you know? And I think having a template for how do we do those things, having other people who, you know, may not be podcasting in your, in your same area. What I, what I really love is we have um, like, so Paula uh, Chamberlain has a show about quilting, right? Mm-hmm. Marcus Watson has a show about spiritual life and leadership. He's a pastor. Um, we have other people who do leadership podcasts. We have um, Amy uh, Fritz, who has one called Untangled Faith, right? About people experiencing you know, abuse or um, mistreatment at the hands of the church, different kinds of things like that. And how do we untangle that? You know, it's the question she's asking from from Jesus. How do I how do, I do that? Amazing. So across this broad spectrum, spectrum michelle rayburn has one for writers right there's so there's all these different ones um but they we're all doing the same thing right we're all bringing the gospel to bear on our niche and so that's the thread that we have in common that we can hold each other accountable to and i think it's um super valuable and as i as i so here's the funny thing in in a way i'm i'm a leader but so i direct the conversation and i make the plans in a way, that's sort of like the pastoral ministry that I that I always wanted. I don't mm-hmm. really consider myself. I'm not. It's not as close as a pastor potentially should be, but there is an element of that, and I I really do like that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I'm actually a little teaser for everybody. I'm going to interview somebody who calls themselves a digital pastor. Oh, nice. And talks about that. I'm going to interview them uh, coming up soon, so watch for that. Um, but Eric, thank you so much for sharing your story, talking about some great advice for podcasters and all sorts of creatives. Um, Really good reminders to be consistent, um, to get accountability, and just to do that thing God placed in your heart, even if you're trapped in a cubicle. Um, (laughs) I see you've gotten out of it, so there's hope. Now I have a little office. It's just a, a small bedroom that I've turned into an office. But it is considerably bigger than my cube, and it's got a door. So that's the thing about uh, I didn't have with my cube, right? Anyway, but yeah, I, I do. It's uh, God is really good. He knew that I, I needed these things, and He kind of led me through these, you know, through these journey. It's not easy, but uh, He is good, and and it's worth you know running down the things that you really believe in. Totally. I'm wondering. I didn't prepare for this, but I'm wondering if you could actually close us in prayer. Um, and we'll kind of end that way. Yeah, sure. Uh, Father, thanks. Uh, thanks for Jake and for uh, the people who are listening to this uh, episode of his show. Lord, I just pray that you would um, Lord, just inspire us. So Lord, I'm, I'm just going to actually, I'm going to pray something that I always pray for um, my episodes. And that is, Lord, we'll do, we'll do our part. We'll show up. So I pray that if uh, if our friends here are struggling to show up to to do the part to to learn to to get through the struggle, 
would you help them to do that spirit? Would you just move them to, to do that? And uh, then Lord, would you do your part and put their work in front of those who need to see it? You know, all 8 billion people on this planet, would you put uh, their work where it needs to go and encourage and develop and help, uh, help our friends here to uh, grow in that aspect of walking with you. So thank you, Lord. Uh, definitely for is for our good, but also for your glory in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, Eric Nevins, you can find him on Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Of course, we'll have links in the show notes. That's what they're there for. Um, anywhere else you want people to check out you or discover what you're up to. Yeah. Christian Podcasters Association. If you're interested in podcasting or some of those things that we mentioned, that's all there. Perfect. Join that Facebook group. That one's free. And then you can access all the other really cool stuff from there. Awesome. Eric, thank you so much for dispensing your wisdom and experience and uh, your faith journey. Thanks, Jake. This is a lot of fun. I feel like we're a little more than halfway there now. With all the <laughs> good stuff we got. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for sticking to the end. To hear more about the resources mentioned in the episode and to explore what Creatively Christian does, head over to creativelychristian.net forward slash Eric. That's Eric with a C. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, review, and share this episode so we in turn can bless even more people. Creatively Christian is a product of Theophany Media. You can find out more at theophanymedia.com. The show is hosted by Brandon Hollingsworth, Andrea Sandifer, and Jake Dobrins. Our logo is by Bill Brooks. Bill Brooks and Andrea Sandifer did our theme music, and Jake Dobrins produces and edits the show. God bless you, and keep on creating.